This podcast is brought to you by the Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special. Everyone loves the Thunderstorm. It doesn't take up any floor space, there are no filters to replace, and it's only one-third the cost of those bulky air purifiers. Take advantage of the Thunderstorm 3-Pack Special at EdenPureDeals.com and use promo code HOWIE3. strap yourself in it's time for the howie car show how do you win your first state it's amazing to say i haven't won a state yet i'm not dead yeah he says he's not dead yes he is i'm not you've only had three states that have voted you think I'll go for a walk? You're not fooling anyone, you know. Well, it's not amazing. We need South to go Carolina's winner take all. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Frustration. A network outage is impacting cellular customers across the country. Oh my God! Okay, it's happening. Everybody stay calm. What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Wait, 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 wait. Everybody your calm down! Who's your captain? Howie Carr. The report found that there were at least... This is a lot. This is a lot. 24 (laughs) incidents of him biting folks. This meeting is over. God bless the United States of America and release the hounds. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. 844-500-4242. We're going to have a couple more calls about the electric buses, and then we'll move on to other topics, including uh, illegal aliens, the uh, high cost of food, and uh, this uh, this latest uh, transgender problem in a high school basketball game. But let's take a couple of electric bus calls first before we move on from there. Seems like people are interested in this topic. 844-500-4242. Gee, I wonder why. Uh, Jeff, go ahead, Jeff. You're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Jeff. Hey, Captain. Yeah, I was just listening to that uh, warehouse there that they bought, the big box store to put the where the buses in, charge them. Right. They're probably bringing them in to warm them up so they it'll take a charge. So you've got all that <laughs> added heating cost on top of the cost of the buses. Because every time you drive that bus back into that garage at night or whenever it's been out, it's cold. So it's like bringing a block of ice into that garage times how many buses. So you got to bring all that yeah. heat back up. I, I think this is just a way to get money to, to Red China and the Democrat bundlers who buy the stuff in Red China and then bring it back and they sell it to these Democrat uh, jurisdictions for their uh, virtue signaling, Jeff. You know, you know what? You know who would really take advantage of this? Who should take advantage of this? Anyone who, any jurisdiction, any any school district that is not insane, they can buy all these used diesel buses at a fraction of their cost, and uh, and you know, not not worry about the electric buses. And then then when the all the electric buses break down, they can just sell the the old buses back to the back to the woke school districts for uh, for and make a profit. You know. I mean, it's this is just insanity. It's like the Wall Street Journal said. You know, the way things have always operated, you develop a technology develops, and there's you know it's uh, you know you you test it, and it's and then some things work, some things don't. It took Edison a long time to come up with tungsten for the for the uh, electric light bulb, but no one was buying electric light bulbs while they were waiting for Edison to come up with tungsten. 
you, they waited until he got came up with a, a, a usable product. We're not doing that now with these electric buses. Thanks for the call, Donald. 844-500-4242. Tom, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Tom. Howie, how you doing? Good. Um, yeah, in regards to these electric buses, uh, Amherst Regional School District, you should hear the story about their electric bus. It's been going on, like, for a long time. And it's cost them uh, well over a million. I don't know how much. But it sits fallow in their parking lot because they can't seem to fix it. Um, it's a shrine. A it's a shrine to the green, to the green religion. Yeah, it is. And they're dealing with a Canadian company, and they're going back and forth for the longest time. And I have some direct info regarding that. And uh, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. But yeah. it's a it's a good story to look into, though. It's it's pretty crazy. I think anyway. there. I think these stories are everywhere. Everywhere. Thanks for thanks for the call, right. Tom. I appreciate it. Donald, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Donald. Hello. Hello, 29-year driver in Maine, school buses, mostly international diesels. I love those. I drove two electric buses. Mama's a lion. If you've seen the news, those are now uh, taken out of service everywhere. Made in Canada, the lions. And the international is, was a better one. I liked it better, but just like we said, what are you going to do in the wintertime? And on top of that, nobody's speaking about it. Who's going to maintain them? Nobody has experience maintaining them. And you have to maintain the generators too, right? That's a whole other uh, technology. That could charge them roughly. It'd take about a two hours. Two hours. It's like forty to fifty grand. The one that for ten or twenty grand takes eight hours to bring them back up. So you got to do it overnight, and that's just to drive one hundred fifty miles, like the previous caller said. It's a pretty very limited range at three times the price. I'm just really glad that my uh, transportation director had the smarts not to buy any. And they were practically giving them away, weren't they, with the uh, state and federal grants? And they're still they're still not a bar. If they don't run, though, they're not a bargain. Doesn't matter what you. It doesn't matter if they pay them to take the buses. If they don't run, you're still going to need real buses, right? Got to have those diesels, even the gas. We have a few gas bluebirds, and those they heat up really well. It's gasoline powered, Ford yeah. engines in them, gasoline. But Thanks I'll for the call, you. Donald. I appreciate it. Bill, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bill. Hello, Howie. Hi. Hi. You changed the voice? The voice you want the voice changer, the witness protection program of the Howie Carr show? We haven't used that lately, but we still have it around. Yeah. We, we, when I put in the witness protection program, as you can see from my own voice, you can't recognize it anymore. It's like it's it's the the Howie Carr Radio Network version of the Witness Protection Program. No one can recognize your voice now, Bill. Go ahead. Thank you. I do state inspections for the Commonwealth of Mass. The batteries, when you put them in the trucks, they can't go over half the bridges. The trucks will be too heavy. Second, in 08, they changed everything, and these new trucks are called clean burns. They're called what? They're called clean burns, 2008, the emissions. They blow zero to point one. It's cleaner than what we are breathing just walking on the earth. This is all a fast. All it is is a bunch of politicians to get rich. That's all it is. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I mean, all I I just don't want any of my anybody I'm related to to be on one of the school buses when the brakes give out during the winter. 
and I don't want to be on a on a bridge going over to Cape Cod or coming back from Cape Cod when the the the, the finally there's so much heavy electric vehicles going over it that the bridge uh, collapses and uh, I I don't want to be I don't want to plunge into the Cape Cod Canal. It's just there's going to be there's more disasters. There there are already garages catching fire in in New York City and probably elsewhere from uh, or catching fire or collapsing from uh, from these uh, these heavier electric vehicles. It's just these are disasters waiting to happen and 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 for no reason other than the cult of climate change. That's it. Right now, maybe not forever, but uh, internal combustion, diesel is, is, is whatever is better is more efficient. And you know what? It's less polluting than electric vehicles. David, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, David. Yes, Howie. Uh, The the, the problem with uh, electric car fires is you actually cannot extinguish them. All you can do is try to keep it cool so that it doesn't spread. Uh, The the chemistry of a battery is similar similar to a... uh, a highway flare or a marine flare. Right. You can you can put it in water and it will not go out because it has its own supply of oxygen. It's it's uh, lithium oxide, so there's no putting it out. All you can let it do is burn out. Yeah, and I think that's what the fire departments have learned uh, through trial and error, mainly through error. Because who who the hell knew? You know, there's a fire you. You put water on the fire, right? That's the way it's been down through the ages. But now you can't do that anymore with these batteries. Thanks for the call, David. Dick, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dick. Good afternoon, Howie. Hi. This is, uh, I have something to say that would follow up on the last one really well. I was talking to somebody who travels around Germany, and he said if you have any kind of an accident with an electric car there, it's totaled. Because they take it, they pick it up with a crane, and they put it in this big tank of water and leave it there for a day or two. Oh boy, this is really a. I, and and you know now now people are st- still interested in b- buying hybrids, but now the uh, the green, the green cultists are are coming down hard on the uh, hybrids. Oh, there was there's a story, a big story in the Wall Street Journal today saying. Uh, skeptics question how much energy a hybrid really saves the thing is the hybrid you can actually go somewhere and you don't have to worry about recharging your battery you know that's why that's why people like hybrids they they you know they they'll they'll get in on the religion but they they don't want to they don't want to sacrifice everything for their religious belief which is a lot like superstition in the case of electric vehicles. Thanks for the call, Dick. We'll be back. That's it for the electric buses. We'll, I'll keep. I'll keep you. I'll bet there'll be more electric bus stories before the winter ends. It's, it's what four weeks left of winter. Yeah, there'll be more electric bus stories before the winter's done. Eight four four five hundred forty two. I'm Howie Carr. Howie Carr. We'll be right back. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. 
Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call 1-844-PERFECT-SMILE or visit perfectsmiles.com. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at howiecarshow.com, is what is your best theory on what caused the cellular outage today? A solar flare, a cyber attack by Russians from outer space, illegal alien Chinese nationals, incompetent DEI engineers, or Democrat test run for Election Day? I'm going to stick with Democrat test run for Election Day, followed closely by DEI incompetent engineers. 54% say Democrat test run, 23% say incompetent DEI engineers, and 10% say illegal alien Chinese nationals. The Russians from outer space are losing ground. 7%. <laughs> All right, 844-500-4242-781. Our, our local fire department just went before the finance committee of the town and received authorization to buy four giant blankets that are used to smother electric car fires. They can't use water. $11,000 each, 44 k Good Lord. 617. Right now, the clean energy uh, industry is in the laser disc phase. Let's wait until we get to uh, DVDs or CDs. 844-500-4242. Paul, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Paul. Good evening, Howie. Howie, an update on the uh, my friends. I know they've been in the news a lot lately uh, from East Boston, Uh and, uh, you know, I have to say, I, I defend These are the people who make the uh, meals. These are the people who make the, the meals, meals $64 a day for illegal aliens. And, you know, Paul, I was looking at, I was looking at the stories I did in, in July about Taunton, and they were paying $37 a day, the state, in, in July. Now they're paying $64 a day? That's, that's worse inflation that- than under Joe Biden. I know there were some modifications made in the contract, and I didn't get into details with my friends. Uh, I, I hear you, and I agree with you. All of this is just so so uh, uh, ludicrous, and it all begins with the Biden administration and doing what they did. My friends are entrepreneurs. They, they did not get a no bid. There was nobody that bid on it because they have the, the uh, facilities that could accommodate the amount of meals that they wanted and having it done as quickly as they asked them to. That being said, uh, you know, I, I think that all of this is, is just so wrong. And, you know, I'm walking, I'm going into these hotels with the food and, and I'm seeing more things bursting out. We had a fire. They caused a fire in Lexington uh, last week. Fire engines everywhere. You could see the bedlam starting to happen in the lobbies. Uh, you know, with the with the days getting warmer and the, and the, the, the weather changing, uh, you know, it's just getting worse. I go into Watertown. There's four or five locations where I go in that uh, take into consideration also that the National Guard, there are five or six, two-man crews in each of these hotels doing two shifts that, that the state has to pay for them right. being there. And, and, you know, I'm walking into places that I'm finding – 150 lunches and suppers that they didn't even clean up from the prior day when I go in there with breakfast. And it's just so awful 
the, the waste is incredible, just incredible. And you talk, you covered it earlier about my conversations with you before uh, about how this started. It, it, it's ending not like it started. They were eating some of the food when we started this. But the, the waste is just so incredible on top of everything else and all the resources that it's costing. Most of these hotels that, I'm, that we're in, they have functioning hotels. They're not like uh, the, the, the place in Taunton where they have the whole, the whole hotel. These are functioning hotels, and you can see the desk clerks getting aggravated. You know, they, these families are running around the lobby, and it's just wild. If it doesn't drive people away from a, a functioning hotel on top of everything else, you know? Yeah, I, I don't think I, I don't think these hotels are going to survive. And, and you know, the the guy I talked to, or the guy who sent me the latest email from one of these hotels, said, you know, the hotel's making ten million a year. They're making five. This is one hotel, ten million a year for the room rents, five million for the meals. That's that's going to the to the caterer. Not, I don't think it's Paul's guy. It's a different one. But uh, you know. That's great money, short term, but they they're wrecking the hotel. The and, and you know who's ever going to go want to go in the hotel again? They're going to have to uh, raise it to the ground. They're going to just have to start uh, just rebuild. And it, probably they won't rebuild. They'll probably just uh, you know make it into a parking lot or a, you know maybe construct a warehouse or I don't know what they're going to do. But they, it's not it's it's done as a motel. These a lot of these motels have been around for thirty years. Guy called last night. There this this place in Dedham that's being turned into a flop house. Said we had our prom there in in nineteen ninety two, and now now it's gone. All this stuff. They, they groups had meetings there. There were there were if it was near a rink, the the hotel would be uh, hosting uh, youth hockey leagues for for generations, and now it's all gone. You got you got these illegal aliens just flopping there, demanding services, and they're sending in they're sending in free free everything free legal free medical free dental free free ESL and I don't even know how many of them are going to the ESLs eight four four five hundred forty two forty two eight four four five hundred forty two forty two we come back we're going to talk about the uh, the increasing price of food and uh you know it's the economy's great but they wanted to they want to tell you to eat cereal for dinner if you're having a tough time making ends meet in this world's greatest economy of of all time 844-500-4242 508 ferry boats electric cars are banned crews are deathly afraid of them do you blame them if there was an electric car on fire and you had to go into 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 the water. You think you might think at least that you were in danger of being electrocuted? Maybe you are in danger of being electrocuted. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. People seem to want to talk about the hotels. So uh, maybe we'll just wait until tomorrow to talk about the uh, the price of food. I was thinking about making a uh, poll question tomorrow if, if there's no breaking news. 
What is what is the uh, most overpriced item on the McDonald's menu now? I think that would be a good poll question, Taylor. I'm, what, what are the parameters? I mean, well, just you know, uh, a McFlurry, a Big Mac, hash browns. The prices are on them. No, I, I say, mean, but which which is the most overpriced? Is what I mean. So you mean like overrated? Or what? What is the what is the least value for the money on a McDonald's menu after all these pr- incredible price increases? I, I don't know. Let me think about it. I, I, don't, think, I don't know I, how many people go to McDonald's anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> you see, that's that's part of it. McDonald's, uh, the menu hikes are already taking a toll, with McDonald's saying this month that customers making less than $45,000 per year are eating at home more. And Wendy's is saying their customer count, I don't know if that means – I don't know if that means that their 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 net or their gross is going down, but there are fewer customers than there were last year, and I guess that's that's across the board with fast food restaurants. Sometimes, like when I'm driving home from a, a late night of work or something, and I'll, I'm like out till one a.m. with with a gig, you'll see the late night lines, and yeah. you know I used to think about going in, but it's just a bad choice, so I don't do that anymore. But I've noticed. The lines are not near. They used to wrap around the building a few years ago. They don't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a bad choice just for general nutrition, isn't it, to go in at late at night? That's what I mean, yeah. 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 And uh, it's uh, 978 says, have you seen the price of boxes of cereal lately? And they're only about one-fourth of the way full. A family of four could wipe out a box of cereal in one easy sitting. And I'll just read you one thing, and then we'll go back to talking about the hotels because we got full lines on that. Uh, Kellogg, this is, I mentioned this briefly a couple of times. Kellogg said the company has been working to market cereals such as Frosted Flakes and Fruit Loops to pressured consumers. An ad campaign launched in uh, it during after Biden's inauguration encouraged consumers to eat cereal for dinner. <laughs> Anyone buying that? Pitching it as an easy, inexpensive alternative that, combined with milk and fruit, costs less than $1 per serving. Give chicken the night off. <laughs> See, the when, co- I, when I was a kid, sometimes we would have <laughs> French toast for dinner. And, you know, to the kids, that was exciting because, you know, no rules. They're all out the window. Breakfast for dinner. But now as an adult, I see... Oh, we had nothing in the fridge, and we didn't have any money to buy anything else. French, French toast, I think, is a, is not bad an alternative compared to cereal, is it? No, not at all. But the comparison, the 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 overall definition, the 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 moral is that it's too expensive to go out and buy stuff when you have the the cheap stuff in your fridge, and that's pretty much all you can make. Oh, cereal. And they're making making it sound like it's a good deal. Uh, the the makers of Pringles and Pop Tarts said they haven't raised prices to pad their profit. Pringles and Pop Tarts. Hey, you don't like cereal? How about a dinner of Pringles and Pop Tarts? And then you can salute Joe Biden. Eight year old Taylor would have been ecstatic. Are you kidding? Really, Pringles and Pop Tarts? Yeah. Ooh. What now? You say ooh, but if eight-year-old Howie had Pringles and Pop Tarts at his disposal, 
would have been I, calling I you Pringles, fat boy a lot. Pringles are, are Pringles are lousy potato chips. I I like potato chips. All right, Taylor. But your I think you you understand palate, that. I'm sure would not be as discerning. <laughs> I don't know. There, I don't think there were any Pringles when I was eight years old. But I, I think I would have figured there were either. I think I would have figured it out. And pop tarts. I never liked pop tarts, Taylor. You're telling me you like pop tarts? Like that? Eight-year-old that Taylor loved pop tarts. <laughs> the, <laughs> I'm now 33-year-old Taylor, and I don't have—I haven't had a pop tart in probably 15 years. But young Taylor loved pop tarts. That—that stuff in the middle of pop tarts. It's—I don't know what it is, but it's. Oh, tell me what's in a McFlurry. Oh, McFlurries are delicious, though. Yes, yeah, see, but you don't know what's in it. <laughs> but I know it tastes good. A pop tart to me does not taste good. It doesn't. It doesn't have an aesthetic. It's not aesthetically pleasing to me to see that center of a pop tart, like it is to see a McFlurry with the little baby M and M's inside. Oh, I love those. All right, eight four four five hundred forty two forty two five zero eight McDonald's slice of cheese one fifty. See that would be if we if we do that as the poll question that will be one of the things on the poll question as the worst buy McDonald's a slice of cheese for a buck fifty that's that's really that's pretty bad but what I think a hash brown now though costs four four bucks doesn't it that's pretty bad eight four four five hundred forty two forty two John you're next with Howie Carr go ahead John uh, hello Howie yes. Oh, yes. Hi. Uh, actually, I had a question. I don't know if anybody had brought this up or has a story to share, but I'm curious about the perspective of, like, the housekeepers and the cleaners at these hotels who are predominantly Spanish-speaking. They come from these countries. They're, you know, assuming that they got their papers and they're here working legally, they're paying their taxes. they got to be seeing, like, these people freeloading, and it must be burning them. I- I'd be curious if they... Well, you, actually, John, I'm glad you raised that. That's a good point. The the uh, when the New York Post started doing stories about these hotels in Midtown Manhattan, the Roosevelt and the Row hotels, they interviewed some of these uh, housekeepers, and they, like you say, they were Hispanics, and they were they were beside themselves. They were so angry about what was going on. You know, people shooting up, letting the kids run wild, never. Uh, Never going to bed before 4 a.m., you know, buying these motor scooters and running up and down the streets with them, uh, snatching purses, uh, you know, uh, insulting uh, American females walking by. They, yeah, they were they were pretty angry about it. I, I'm told that uh, the, the, uh, the, the most recent letter I got from one of the people who works in one of these flop houses, it was a, I think it was an American who wrote it. He said that uh, what they do is they turn the heat up to like the, to the max, so they're all up in the 80s. And the more heat you have, the more bugs you get. And so they, they, they're having all kinds of problems with uh, insect infestations in these places. And plus all the carpets are stained, and they get, the, they get the, the rooms clean twice a week. I don't know how often I, we change the sheets in in, in our place uh, once a week. They get the sheets changed twice a week because they're illegal aliens. Hey, and it's free, everything free in America. But uh, you know, it's it just you know, it's like anything else. If you, if you don't own it, you have no respect for it. And and they just and they come in, 
and they they've been handed everything literally everything since they got here so they they have no uh no sense of gratitude they have no sense of respect uh, they one thing i put in the in the column i wrote yesterday for the herald is uh they sometimes they say to the uh they say this not only to the hotel staff but to the police and fire you're lucky i'm here cuz you wouldn't have a job if i wasn't here like you're supposed to be grateful that they're here sponging off of you and your tax dollars and committing crimes and setting fires you're supposed to be happy about that do you talk about entitled how are these people ever going to make their way and and this guy the, this guy I talked to said they don't they don't go to the ESL classes most of them because what are they going to do? And they don't, they don't understand that they have no skills and they don't speak English. So how are they going to make a living? How are they going to support themselves? The answer is they're not. So they, and they say, they'll be out of here in six months. Really? Where are they going? 844-500-4242. Stanley, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Stanley. Oh, hi, uh, Howie. I was calling about the, uh, the amount of the cost for these illegal aliens, and I couldn't believe when I looked at the analysis, $13 for breakfast, $17 for lunch, and $31 for supper. I mean, right. I can't afford that. I, I simply can't <laughs> afford that. So I decided to, I, 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 would take, I would take that amount, and it amounted to $64 a day, right. a seven-day week. It's $448 per person. So let's assume that there was a mother, a father, and a child that came over, three people would cost us $1,244 a week. That's just for food, too, Stanley. That. That's not the, the room is like 150 bucks or thereabouts a night. 150 bucks. Exactly. That's another thousand, over $1,000 a week. Plus, they're, they're getting all kinds of uh, freebies on top of that, like the medical and dental care. You'll see it in the, in the Herald tomorrow, the, this, uh, this truck they got that's that comes to the uh, comes to the flop house once a week and they can just go in and get anything they need free you're kidding you'll see the pictures and we'll have the pictures posted on the website tomorrow they'll be in the herald tomorrow morning yeah this i mean this is totally unbelievable when you consider the average american family like my wife and i are retired she's a retired nurse i'm a retired school teacher we don't spend anywhere near but the two of us uh, $448, which we're paying for one illegal alien, which is absolutely absurd. And then, you know, I, look, I looked at a, the story, that I guess it was in the Boston Herald, yeah. about the uh, $10 million contract for the ravioli uh, company in uh, East Boston. They got yeah. a $10 million contract to feed them with no bid. Now, how do you get that? Right. Well, you just heard the guy who works for them, uh, for that company in East Boston, and he said nobody else wanted the bid. But but that's still a no-bid contract, <laughs> you know? I, I mean, it's uh, it's ridiculous. And the food's being thrown away, and, they're, and, and again, everything I've heard from all the different flop houses around eastern Massachusetts and, and going up into Maine is that they, they're ordering a— uh, you know, takeout, DoorDash, or, or whatever the other services are, just because they, you know, they got all this, they got all this spending cash. They don't, they don't have any expenses. They're not paying taxes like you and I. They're and and you know, they they're not paying rent. They're not paying for food. They're not paying for anything. And they, and they get cash on top of it. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. 
are all these illegals getting registered to vote? They, the guy, the guy that wrote me the letter, I didn't even put it in the column. He said, he said the only positive thing is they don't give a bleep. They don't care. All they care about is free stuff. They don't know who the president is. They don't know who the governor is. That's good news for them if, if they ever think about it. Although I guess the governor and the president are helping him out. So he says that he doesn't think they're going to get involved in politics anytime soon because they're just not. They're just here for. They're here for a vacation. You know, you go down to uh, Acapulco, you don't get into the municipal politics, right? You're here, you're there to enjoy yourself, or the Bahamas. Eight four in Bahamas, you're there not to get raped. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I'm Howie Carr. Get a crash course from the captain on everything he's talking about in today's show. Go to HowieCarshow.com and click on today's edition of Howie's Homework. You'll be up to speed on today's news in no time. The Emperor of Hate, Howie Carr, is back. 844 500 42 42 A texter says, $12 for breakfast? Actually, I got worse news for you. It's $16 for breakfast, $17 for lunch. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I only spend that twelve dollars for breakfast. He says, and it, again, it's sixteen dollars. If I go to a diner on a weekend, thirty one bucks for dinner. Again, I eat eight dollar meals for market basket during the week when I don't go out. What the bleep? Well, you're paying for it. You know, they're not paying for it. We're paying for it. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. There's no gratitude, only entitlement with these illegals, says nine seven eight seven eight one. Can't be mad with the politicians or the illegal aliens. This is the American voters' fault. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. The Republican Party picked a bad cycle in which to commit suicide under Jim Jones, Lyons, and the rest of those clowns, and that's why we have a one-party state, and this is the result. And that's why we uh, have to have to make sure that Jim Jones Lyons and his lunatics, the Kool-Aid cult, don't get back in because they'll just finish off the destruction of the Republican Party, what they didn't accomplish in the last four years. Finally got some new people in winning, winning a few special elections, which Jim Jones never could. Couldn't win it. Couldn't get referendum questions on the ballot. Couldn't win winnable referendum questions like beating the 80% increase in the income tax. He couldn't beat that. He couldn't beat the illegal alien driver's license referendum question. He lost sheriff's seats. He lost district attorneys. He lost a dozen legislative seats. And now they want to come back to power? I don't think so. 844-500-4242. Those illegal alien flop houses probably could use some Eden Pure air fresheners in their rooms. I think they would break them. They're breaking everything else in those rooms, apparently, according to people I talk to. Uh, Bruno, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Bruno. Hey, Howie. It's uh, first of all, I've got lots of experience in the hotel business, and I can tell you this: um, the people that took those things in, the prices that they're getting from uh, each occupied room is enough so that when they all leave, when all the illegals are out, 
they can restore, renovate the hotel back to original condition because no one else would buy those rooms when they're done. But uh, <clears throat> that was number one. Number two, I just want to tell you, when I walked out of Costco, I turned the radio on and you're talking about the price of food. Do you know what the average yeah. ticket in Costco is in Enfield, Connecticut? Three hundred. The woman told me three hundred and fifty dollars is the average uh, checkout price, and she said the vast majority of it is food. I just spent a hundred and twenty, and fifty was on meat. So it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. And Biden goes out there every day and talks about how great it is, right? And he blames it on he blames it on the greedy corporations, as if as if printing money endlessly isn't going to uh, increase the cost of everything. I don't know if I agree with you, Bruno, about re renovating those hotels. You know, I think I keep thinking that they're going to end up like you. You remember Cabrini Green, the uh, public uh, housing project in Chicago that was just totally crime ridden and destroyed. You know what they did with that, don't you? They imploded it. And that was the that was the only thing they could do. And I keep looking at these hotel these motels, these flop that have been turned into flop houses. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna happen myself. Dinah, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Dinah. Or Hi, Dina. Howie. I was just Hi. <laughs> thank you. Um, I was just saying to Emma, five years ago, if we were having a really lean week, we would like go with our protein would be yeah. like chicken thighs, bone in, skin on, or hamburg. And now that's as much as like sirloin strips. And I'm talking market basket. I'm not talking Whole Foods or Shaw's. All right. right. So steak is only payday. And that's if we don't have property taxes or whatever coming. Yeah. I know. Who was who who Biden kidding? Nobody's buying it because we feel it at the pump and at the checkout counter.